Hi, I'm Joe Shelton. I'm a singer, songwriter, and music producer, as well as a software engineer, and most of all, a father with a daughter who recently moved to Scotland. And I'm Bailey, a magazine editor, graphic designer, and illustrator. This podcast is our weekly catch-up. We wanted to share it with you and let you be a part of our family rabble. Good morning, Bailey. Well, <laughs> it's five o'clock. Good morning, Bailey. <laughs> Good morning, Dad. It's barely morning here. It's turning oh, into wow. afternoon quickly. Wow. Congratulations for you. It's pitch black outside for me. <laughs> trying to get dark really early up in the Arctic. It's not the Arctic quite, but I am in a full blanket and I can see through my kitchen window that one of my neighbors is in one of those like full body snuggies. Ooh, sweet. Um, Did they order it off of late night TV? Probably. I mean, I it's think it's bright pink. So if you're going to have the full body Snuggie, you should definitely order it off of late night TV. Yeah. They were like, like walking around their kitchen. In it. Yeah, like, You shouldn't like go, nice. Oh, I need to go to Amazon or I need to go to whatever and order it. It should only be ordered from late night TV. Yeah. By dialing the 800 number. Also, you shouldn't like it, do it any other way. Just like the old fashioned. Yeah. Well, and what's weird here is like, people are like, stingy about turning on their heat right like they're like you haven't you've turned on your heat already and i'm like i mean sometimes i do yeah and they're like it's like not even december yet and like it is cold i am cold or like just get a hot water bottle so i bought a hot water bottle and it turns out that like it's not just for like bad backs you can like put it under a blanket and then it radiates heat and fills the blanket with warm Turn on. So it's like, I will in a minute <laughs> Just turn after on this, but I'm in the kitchen and it makes a loud noise. So I was trying to be considerate oh, to the listeners. Makes a loud noise. Yeah. Like it. So Is it like one of those ones in TV where you see where like people bang on the thing to get it to stop making noise. No, it's like a, it's like a radiator, but the, the yeah. hot water boiler is in the kitchen. So it's like. Basically, all of my hot water for the entire apartment is like heated in this one box. Um, and it turns on when I turn the radiators on because the radiators use hot water. So. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. Also, um, apparently it's like common here that like pretty much no one has um, like air heating. Like, right. Like the, you know, the efficient gas forced air heating. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's no gas forced air heating. It's all right. radiators, like water, like hot water radiators. Hmm. Do they have the little space heaters that you can plug in like they do here? Yeah. But the radiators work very efficiently. Like if I turn that fucker on, if I turn that thing on, it's, it's very warm, very quickly. Well, you know, I like the colorful metaphor that you know broke loose on it yeah so it's um it's like thanksgiving week and is it weird not being in a country and being in a country that doesn't celebrate thanksgiving it is weird but it's because people here celebrate black friday like that people do black friday shopping here <laughs> and there are black friday deals do they, and I mentioned that to someone and they were like is there a holiday attached to black friday and I was like yeah thanksgiving 
That's the whole reason for Thanksgiving. Like that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole reason there's Black Friday because it's like the day after Thanksgiving and during the holiday weekend. Yeah, exactly. So it, it was just very weird. Like I, I was at the bank this morning making sure that my rent was in my account and um, the queue, like the line in the bank was from the tellers to the door. And then there were a few people standing outside the door um, because everyone was basically making sure their affairs and money were in order for the, for the Black Friday weekend. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's the only thing I can figure. Cause I've been in there first thing on a Monday and it's not been nearly as busy. So I think it's just the holidays. So that's weird. Like the, the so, so this um, Thursday, they, also, they don't do Jack in England, right? They just no normal day. No, they work, but they take it. Friday off to, to shop because it, I don't, I'm honestly not sure that they do. Like, I, I don't know if it's a bank holiday. Well, it's probably not. I mean, but <laughs> I, um, I, it's just wild that like, you know, the, the whole reason that it's the biggest shopping day of the year is because people are off work. Like yeah. at their office jobs or teachers or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like the first day off before Christmas. Well, and that, and they, I was talking to the bank teller today about it and he was like, yeah, it's going to be busy pretty much through the end of the year. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he goes, he's like, um, yeah, any big plans for the week? I was like, well, Thursday's Thanksgiving, but it's not like I'm celebrating that. So I'll probably do some like, shopping on friday but like my office is pretty much shut down for the week so like and he goes he's like oh yeah i mean we basically do the turkey dinner on christmas and, and i was like geese you know well christmas is coming they probably that's supposed used, to be a whole england thing yeah they probably used to do geese and some people still do but i'm pretty sure it's just like the roasted turkey on christmas yeah, the like christmas they have geese. They have, um, I mean, like it's interesting because tur turkeys are not indigenous to Europe. Right. So. <laughs> well, so like the butcher shops have, um, like order your turkey for Christmas in advance. Oh, like, and I was like, yeah, turkey's not really a Christmas food at all for us. And they were like, do you just have it twice? And I was like, no, we have turkey on Thanksgiving. And then Christmas is just a different, nice meal. It's like <sighs> sometimes you do beef wellington and the guy goes well that sounds pretty good to me and i was like we tend to agree <laughs> I love the beef wellingtons yeah if i'm choosing between a beef wellington and a turkey like there it's a no contest you know oh no thanksgiving no i mean i understand it's tradition but yeah um the um you know at christmas we've done many things because there's many different christmas traditions that we've tried to yeah that we've tried to steal from others, mm -hmm. you know, um, when we did the feast of the seven fishes, that was fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was fun for most of us. I mean, AJ doesn't eat seafood, so it was a little bit off for him. <laughs> he, he does hate seafood. And I think that the funniest part about that was mom was like, well, we have to make tuna noodle casserole. One of those. Cause it's the only thing AJ will eat all night. So it's the only seafood he'll have is tuna mixed tuna up noodle casserole. casserole. Yeah. Did you, I don't know if you saw our friends Carrie and Ross on Twitter with their um, green bean casserole discourse. I did not, but I mean, I think Sarah's going to make green bean casserole. We generally mm. have a little dish of it because Sarah likes it, but yeah. no one else seems to. 
Well, I'm not a fan of it. I'm also not a fan of sweet potato, though. So I feel like Thanksgiving is not really my holiday for food. <laughs> it's what like a mean? bunch of things I what like. You, like I feel like this time of year, I'm always getting um, made fun of for not liking sweet potato. I mean, well, the thing is, why would you look forward to that when there's mac and cheese? And, I agree. I had mac and cheese today. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna make you know old Joe's world famous mac and cheese. You're gonna miss it. It's okay. We'll eat it without you. Your mother is going to come to our Thanksgiving, so she has volunteered to be you for the day. Okay. Well, I don't know how that's going to work, but it's going to be rather weird for me. But um, I bet it is. Yeah. (laughs) But she said she would, you know, take on the role of Bailey for Thanksgiving. Okay. Is she going to wear round glasses and say "dude" and? homey a lot Perhaps. is that her plan she, she would draw for us which could be oh awesome. okay well yeah yeah i i don't generally draw for people on thanksgiving do i am i like an entertainer <laughs> now <laughs> I, mean, I mean i know i do draw but like it's not like i use it as a party trick <laughs> well i mean you know you could i mean you know you do have some drawing well, talents you're right. I've been fairly inconsiderate with my drawing talents. Much well, more I'll talented have to tell... drawing than per se, per se, you know, old Joe's world famous stick figure drawings are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, since I'm being impersonated, I'll have to um, ask one of my Dungeons and Dragons players, hey, could you impersonate my dad for me? Thanks. I'm sure that <laughs> won't be weird that. for anyone. That'll be, that'll yeah. be awesome. <laughs> I'm um, sure they'll love it. Well, so like one of them is a as guy long as from he doesn't Florida. Do one of those weird things where he tries to pretend he's fat and puts a pillow in his shirt because that never. That worked. would be messed up. Yeah, that, that would be real. kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, so like one of them is this guy from Florida, and um, first of all, I didn't tell any of my Dungeons and Dragons players that I was American when we were like meeting up at the pub to like get to know each other. Uh, I just let it be a little surprise, um, and. Uh-huh, it was. Surprise. They were all, haha. They were like, wait, you're American. I was like, uh huh. Yes, I am. Hello. Um, and then the other American in the group, he's from Florida. And I like, we finished talking and everything. And I was like, hey, I just need to do some housekeeping. Um, next Thursday, supposed to be our session one, um, first actual gameplay that we're playing. Uh, Billy, it's also Thanksgiving. Do you give a fuck? And he goes, not even the slightest of fuck. No. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, it sounds like to me you're having a Friendsgiving anyway. I mean, you know, I would it, together here's the to thing. play Dungeons and Dragons for Thanksgiving, man. You should, you should have, you should bring turkey. To this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them friends quite yet. I think we're oh, good acquaintances. We're they on good be. terms, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a Friendsgiving quite at this point. Well, it's something. It's We've something only met know. once. We have Dungeons a good little group chat. Yeah, yeah, d- d- I don't know. We shouldn't try it. Dragon's um, giving. I will not, no, there will be no turkey. <laughs> you could bring turkey sandwiches. Why? Why not? Um, I mean, I love a good turkey sandwich with a little Miracle Whip. Do they have Miracle Whip in Scotland? I mean, they have fake mayonnaise, if that's what you're asking. That's not fake mayonnaise. Miracle Whip is not fake mayonnaise. Stop it. Miracle Whip, that is the only way I could describe Miracle Whip to somebody. But it's not. Okay. (laughs) What is it? Well, I mean, it is a, it's still mayonnaise. It's just not mayonnaise. It's got some extra stuff in it. 
It's it not better. mayonnaise, but it is. You know what? That's I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look this up. What it, what mayonnaise. is in Miracle Whip? What are the ingredients? You have intrigued me. Oh, I've intrigued you. Yeah, it also tastes. Or I've just questioned your way of mayonnaise. life. I Let's mean, see. everybody thinks miracle, that it tastes better. Sandwich isn't the sandwich without the without Miracle Whip. Uh, miracle Whip versus Mayo. Here, what's the difference? Miracle Whip. Let's see. Mayonnaise is a combination of fat and water held in suspension by an egg. Yeah. The fat from it's the oil and liquid from vinegar or lemon juice creates an emulsion. A mayonnaise emulsion. Yeah. Yeah. Miracle Whip is a cheaper alternative to mayonnaise, but has the same ingredients. It also includes sugar and spices. Okay. So, so it's fake it's, mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. It's just got extra ingredients in it. Okay. <laughs> to hold the emulsion for longer and slightly differently. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, to make it taste like, better. It's gross. It's a gross thing. No, regular Personally, mayonnaise is pretty gross. I like, prefer mayonnaise. I, 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 regular mayonnaise well, is okay if it's on like a tenderloin, like a breaded tenderloin or something hot like that. But if it's like a cold turkey sandwich, it needs Miracle Whip. Like, I think my problem with Miracle Whip is that it tastes slightly sweet. It's like when someone puts too much sugar in a pickle mix. I just don't like it. It tastes slightly sweet. That's one of the extra ingredients, <laughs> sugar. Yeah, I understand. I get that. I get that the reason is it has sugar in it. But it does make it gross to me because mayonnaise is supposed to be a savory, creamy. And then well, you put something sweet in it and it just gross. Just makes it a miracle. It's a miracle whip. <laughs> and it's even better. The best use of miracle whip is to make chip dip. I I have no opinion on chip dip. You I don't love think the chip dip. It's no, not. I don't. I don't if if someone had chip dip on a platter, I don't think I eat it. Like My I'm pretty dip? sure no, I don't think I eat your chip dip. Yeah, you do. Unless it's the cheese chip dip, which is no. more of like a barbecue it's the chips. It's like or it, not a barbecue. It, it tastes like deviled eggs because it's like egg salad is what it really is. No, I don't I don't yeah, do that with chips. Yeah. I don't. I don't do that. I've never done that. I've never dipped a single chip in your chip dip. You have two. Uh, no, I haven't, because the only type of dip I prefer on chips is either salsa and tortillas, queso, or I love me a buffalo chicken dip. Well, I could also go for an artichoke, spinach artichoke dip, but we don't make that because you're very allergic to it. So. I'll tell you what, the next time you're around, I'll make it so you can just try it again, because you used to have it when you were little. Sure. And you were a fan, as like all children. As most, well, kids are fans of a lot of things. You know, I was not a picky eater. In fact, there were many adults who were like, yeah, we love her. We can feed her anything and she'll try it. The funniest thing to watch was you and AJ being introduced to chicken gizzards. Because I like chicken gizzards though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, because you hadn't had them and we were on a vacation trip, I forget where. And we stopped at a, like, I think it was a famous recipe chicken place and they had gizzards yeah. and we got like a box of them or I got a box of them and you were like, I don't know about these. And then you guys took a bite and you're like, okay. And we yeah. devoured. The <laughs> when someone asks me what haggis tastes like, I'm like, it tastes like a chicken gizzard because they're ostensibly the same thing, right? Like it's just bird organ. Like, I don't know what's in haggis. I, I haven't ever it's, had that. 
I could I could look it up for you, but it's basically well, uh, it's. Like I mean, a, you know, I got Google right here. I was just looking things up, like miracle. Do work. it. Let's see. Do it. Let's see what haggis is. How's that spelled, by the way? H a g g i s. H e g e d i s. That says lizard. No, h a g g i s. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't listen to what I said. Like, how do you <laughs> Just took a guess. That? Yeah. Okay. Traditional haggis recipe. It contains. Okay. I accept. Can we please end this madness of asking us to accept cookies on every single website? Okay. Look, the sites won't work without the cookies. Before they put these stupid things on there, we all knew that every site collected cookies. Having it pop up and make me click accept for the cookies is just fucking stupid and annoying. Can we stop it? Can we get rid of that nonsense? We know there's going to be a cookie on every single website. Okay. Anyway, traditional haggis. Back to the topic. It says this one contains one ox bung. Okay. Ox bung. That's butt of ox, I guess. Sure. One lamb's pluck. That's the heart, lungs, and liver of a lamb. Okay. Uh, beef or lamb trimmings. Okay. Um, I don't know what suet is. S-U-E-T. Uh, no, raw, no. hard fat taken from the kidneys of cattle. Okay. okay. And then oatmeal. And then you mix that up with black pepper, nutmeg, coriander, and sea salt. Yeah. So it's a bunch of animal organs. Like ground up together. Spices. And, I mean, I would say the difference between that and gizzards would be that the gizzards are served whole. They don't grind them up or add any other ingredients. They just yeah. bread them and fry them like other fried chicken. Yeah, 100%. Though the thing is, it just tastes like someone ground up a chicken gizzard. That's it. <laughs> I see. And people talk about it and they're like, oh my God, it's organs and asshole. And I'm like, yeah, so is a hot dog. So... Hey, eh. don't don't rip against hot dogs. I'm not ripping against hot dogs. I'll eat a hot dog right now. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> if we're going to be really, really picky about which organs we do you know, or don't eat. I was thinking lately that uh, I, you know, I miss, I, you, there used to be a place that was in the building I worked in called King David's Dogs that doesn't, it isn't there anymore. Right. Um, but they had these, um, they, they had two that I really liked. One was the breakfast dog. And it was a hot dog with bacon, cheese, fried egg. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And then they had another one that was the Indiana State Fair corn dog that they made their own corn dog breading for right there. And nice. that thing was for real. I mean, it was better than any Indiana State Fair corn dog, A. <laughs> 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 and and it, it it was epic, but you know, sadly, no longer there. There's a Jimmy John's in its place, which you know, hey, Jimmy it's John's is same. all right, but like, it's mm -hmm. just not special. It's um, like um, so Granny and I stopped for ice cream while I was there, and it was that little ice cream stall in Muncie, and. It's apparently been there forever. Do you remember it from when you were a kid? The ice, ice cream, cream stall. It's like it's like a drive-in, so it has a single picnic table, and then you walk up to the win window, like, and then there's literally they like 
there's a guy standing in the kitchen area and he like slides the window open and goes, what would you like? And you tell him your flavor and then is you that grab a, it. Is it off of Burlington drive somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Where it's on the other side of Burlington drive from where the Mar Meyer used to be. Marsh in the marsh. Marsh used to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know what so you're talking about. It's on the way into town, but um, we were there and it was for sale. And granny was like, Oh, it's a shame that he's selling this, but I think he's retiring. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. And she goes, do you want to buy it? And I was like, <laughs> it's not in my top 10 life choices. <laughs> like, you know, but here's the thing about it. It might be a really cool life. Yeah. Like, you know, you're running this little ice cream shop and Muncie, you're meeting all sorts of people. I guarantee that it's, you know, it's, it's never the same day twice. Yeah. No. I, I here's the thing about it. I think that I would be open to that if it were like handed to me, right? Like if someone walked up to me today and said, "Bailey, here's the deed to the ice cream shop on Burlington Drive." I might try it out for a few years. See how I like it, you know? So so it would be kind of like uh what I lately I've been watching Hallmark Christmas movies cuz they've started coming out. And the new ones on GAC which are not as good. And um <laughs> We and every once in a while, there's one where it's like someone's, uh, you know, reluctant to take over the family business, you know, like they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're the son or the daughter who's reluctant to take over the family business. And they're, you know, and I'm yeah. like, why are you reluctant to take over this business? Like the, the business? Like, are you doing something so fulfilling that like, I, but I really want to, you know, do my own be thing. A musician? Okay. And, and, well, a musician is different. Like, you know, but a lot of the time it isn't that. It's they're like working at some ad agency in or law Seattle, firm or something, or, yeah, or some law firm. That's I mean, and you could tell that before they switched out to the hometown segment, they weren't particularly, you know, enjoying Special. the that's vibe there yeah. in the high rise office building. Yeah, you know, but but they're against running this, you know, extremely successful <laughs> small town yeah. business, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of thing it's like, and it's always in some stars hollow esque, like small town in middle America. Right. Totally. I'm like, well, no, not even in middle, middle America. Most of them are in Connecticut or something. They're like in new England. If but. someone was like here, Bailey run, what is ostensibly the bookstore from Gilmore girls? I'd be like, all right, Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> what do I have to lose? The bookstore that was given to me for free? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, low enough cost and it could be like it was for free. Um, yeah. You know, so. but yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, but so uh, I mean, this is actually kind of fun topic because we've been watching these new ones from GAC, which is the new Candace Cameron Beret. And lately on Twitter, she's been blowing up because she just kind of stepped on her own words. I, I, I think more than anything else and got way too defensive. <laughs> I, I have no idea what we're talking about okay, right now. So, so I do. Okay. Need so, you know, an update. Cameras, Candace Cameron Bure was the queen Never of heard Christmas. Of her. Okay. Oh, she like one of the actresses in these yes. HGTV. Okay. Not, not HGTV. No. Um, in, in, um, Hallmark channel. Like, okay. So she was the queen of Christmas for like the last 10 years. And she okay. does like, she does, she introduces them and then she's in like one or two of them but she's also been in tons of other movies outside of that um okay so in the second you see her face you'll be like oh her 
Okay. I mean, that's how I am with 99% of yeah. pop culture people. Because so yes. she is instantly recognizable. Okay. Right. Well, this, over the last year, her contract ran out and this new Christian thing, which is okay. GAC, Great American Christmas or whatever, but it's really the Great American Channel or something. Um, uh, but they, they're having Great American Christmas, you know, for the month and a half leading up to it with all their Christmas movies with her as the host now on a different channel because she, they hired her to be like the director of programming, not just the host. Okay. Okay. So like she picked all the thing, you know, all the movies and things like that. Somebody asked her a question because on Hallmark channel, they, they're, they're pretty, they've been pretty progressive over the last few years. And a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the characters, um, it, they're all the peachiest version of, you know, L LGBTQ, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. They're like the peachiest version of this ever happening. And everybody's, you know, if they're not accepting, it's, it's like a, a scandal and they're like totally like, you know, working it out at the end. Right. Cause it's going to be a good, happy story. Cause that's what they do. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, um, GAC, you know, they asked her, you know, are, is that going to be, and she was like, she said something like traditional marriage is going to be our focus. Okay. And, and so, I mean, it's an all Christian channel. I'm expecting that they're not going to embrace the same things. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, but you know, she said that and then started this Twitter war, which I'm like, well, you probably shouldn't have said that lady. Like maybe, you know, maybe hold back a little bit, maybe say it in a less blunt way. You know, I don't know. Um, I, I think that that's Twitter being Twitter because like, right. yeah. were you expecting another answer from her? <laughs> it's a like, Christian channel. Were you expecting them to suddenly, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like, does it, I think that there's a difference between, um, okay. She's actively being hostile on the internet and saying something against like, queer people and then there's uh, <laughs> saying something that like just alludes to probably having a pretty bad opinion of like yeah i mean it was like the marriage, you know right? we are going to be sticking with traditional marriage like yeah. th that's the kind okay. of the way it was said which i think you know that's it, one it, of the five ways to say it yeah it's just a little bit stepping in it in terms of that but yeah. she needed to like just leave it alone. Instead, she kept it. She, she kept on and made this very long, like very long, awkward explanation of how she's not prejudiced. Um, okay. So she <laughs> with a lot tried of, her uh, best to not be prejudiced and then was, there was like 45 gods in the, in the response. <laughs> so, um, so like, like God. hear me out. Like, like, Christianity is not anti-same-sex marriage. However, if you're on a Christian channel that has America in its name, <laughs> in fact, great America, right? Like I hear great American, blah, 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 blah. And I hear Christianity is part of that. And then also um, Trump adjacent is part of that. But not, not, so, even, not even Christianity, but like what I hear is, the uh the religious right christianity right yeah like christian like, extremism uh, right. which is which is what yeah. christian media has turned into is like yeah exactly so conservative christian you know beliefs. so hey i like cameras candace cameron beret on the hallmark channel and i thought we'll give some of these movies a chance 
you know, yeah. because they're stupid and sappy. None of them are like real life stories. <laughs> no, they're supposed <laughs> you know? to be like silly they're little. They're sappy little Christmas love stories. Okay. So I could one, write one right now. Like, you could write one better than what they've written on Great American Christmas. Okay. That's like, astounding. I mean, three of them were so astoundingly like awful within the first 15 minutes they got turned off. Like, and what? Yes. They're just, what did they, what did they do? They're just annoyingly bad actors. Um, okay. <laughs> like really, <laughs> I mean, you know, like we're sitting there like we're, we're trying, you know, obviously it's one of these things that you kind of make fun of as you go. That's part of the fun. Right. Right. You know? And, um, it's like, okay, so we're going to have this happen. You know, like the crazy, you know, the, the guessing is half the fun. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, with this, it's like, I don't even care what happens to her. I, in fact, I hope she gets run over by a truck. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's terrible. She's a terrible person. What is she saying to people? You know, like, right. And then, and uh, so, like, just it really, really over the top cheesy plots, like, w way worse. That I mean, mm -hmm. and you would think that. You know, uh, the Hallmark ones are, uh, you know, they, they have a whole level of cheese, but they at least they rein it in a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, but so that that was the funny thing. So I love the Hallmark ones and I love the fact that they're completely sappy and that there is going to be no, you know, the saddest thing that's going to happen is someone died two years ago as part of the storyline. You know, like dad yeah. died a couple years ago, so she's single or, you know... <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, well, and the thing is, like, you you were talking about, like, it's going to be the most rose-colored version of those relationships. And I'm like, <laughs> the same thing whenever they do, like, an interracial couple, right? Like, it's like, uh -huh. it, oh, it's yeah. always like, oh, racism doesn't c exist in Northern Connecticut. <laughs> or if it does, it's like, not that over. <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I was watching one last night um, and it was actually set in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Oh, okay. Which is pretty close to home here, right? I mean, I love Dayton. Yeah. I've been there many times. It's, it's you know, a great, a great place. And, um, but however, I don't think that the amount of acceptance for the interracial teenage dating that would have happened there would have been just like, you know, oh, look, she's got a boyfriend. I, I just like, I have this like dark side of me that's like, oh, I've heard the catty moms when something like this occurs, they would be, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, like that's, a, that's not the behind closed doors conversation that those parents are having. Yeah, those parents are talking about some sort of something very racist right now, but they're keeping it to themselves. And yes. that is not, you know, we all know that that stuff goes on and that it shouldn't, but it does. Now, Hallmark Channel shows us the version that should happen, <laughs> which yeah. I think is very cool, actually, because, you know, when uh, it's like are... modeling relationships that people should actually have. <laughs> yes. Instead of being, you know, um, as worse. Yeah. 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 That's um, there was a, the Kristen Stewart holiday. I think it was literally called like holiday. No, that's a different one. But like Kristen Stewart was in a, a LGBTQ christmas movie last year um and she's bi i think she might be bi she might be a lesbian i'm not sure but she was in a it, she was playing a lesbian in this movie um who had been out for a really really long time and the main crux of it was like hey i can't date you if i have to pretend to be in the closet in front of your very conservative awful parents like and then the whole thing was about like basically 
she like goes home to meet the parents anyway. And like the probably most profound writing thing about it was like the being in the closet aspect is not where this like breakdown in communication begins and ends. It's not like, Oh, she's closeted. And that's the only thing standing in the way of her and her family having a relationship. It was like, she's closeted. And it's because her parents aren't good at communicating on any level. <laughs> like, like they probably are not like the chillest people in the world about having a lesbian daughter, but it's not even the tip of the iceberg on things they're not chill with. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're pretty much like, you know, a, a lot of the people that, um, that, that we've, you know, that we live around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't anymore, but the people that I grew up around for sure are like yeah. that where it's like, yeah, I mean, there are, there are people who would never accept that. And it's not necessarily even like the end of it for them. It's like they have an entire laundry list of things they would never accept with their child. Cause yeah. that's just not how it's supposed to be. For them. And, and, you know, and I'm not saying these people are my friends cause they're not, um, no. but it's just, um, and and that's most of the reason why, <laughs> to, to be honest. It's it, it, honestly growing up alongside their children was really hard because it was like there are a lot of people who were raised by though that kind of parent who are like emotionally stunted themselves to the point where they're not good friends. Right. It's like they don't know how to communicate a problem and fix it because they've never been shown how to do that so are, yeah i mean and these are problems in our society <laughs> yep because that's because what we're describing is like most of middle america right like whoo that's a lot of families you know yeah um I, I, thank you, you for know. not being like that by the way i know i don't uh, you know the, the the thing is, uh, this is the part that's really disappointing uh, for me. In 2008, I really, for like a second, thought, wow, we're getting over this crap. <laughs> you know, um, mm -hmm. when uh, Barack Obama was elected by, and won the state of Indiana, my thought was, we're finally getting over this. We're finally to the point where people are judging people on their merits and um, at least enough of them to, to be a majority. And then um, <laughs> all then of that, that was, was turned, not the case. it was turned on yeah. its ear. Like it was used to, to drive a, a wedge and to like destroy all of the progress of the 30 years before it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's kind of sad and, um, I'm just thoroughly disappointed in my neighbors a lot of days, <laughs> you know, especially yeah. when they go out and vote for Greg Pence, you know, um, who is not worthy of being a congressman in any way, shape mm -hmm. or form. Like yeah. it, it's not, well, and it's, it's, it's not like Mike Pence who I despise, but also, you know, actually worked at being what he is uh, all the way through Greg Pence just completely became a congressman because his brother's Mike Pence. Not, and, not because he worked at trying to become a congressman or actually ran or <laughs> any of those things. He never has a town hall meeting, never did, never has a 
you know, a get together with constituents, never does a debate with his opponents and yet just completely carries 65% of the vote in his sleep. And what is just absolutely heartbreaking about that for me every every time he's reelected is that when he originally ran, he was going up against Janine Lee Lake, who is one of the best congressional candidates the state of Indiana has ever seen. Just just a really good person. Just a really good person. And a person who would work hard for Indiana, regardless of her um, other personal alignments. Yeah. Yeah. And she even like she had an entire series where she went to conservative business owners and talked to them. Right. Where it was like, hey, I know that you're redder than red and you've never voted for a Democrat in your life. Can we have a conversation? Right. And they would invite her in and she would talk to them about their alignments and like at the end of it pretty much across the board those conservative business owners would be like you know what lady i don't like a lot of the the ideas that you have but you're the first like political representative to ever have a conversation with me so like i'm gonna vote for you just because of that (laughs) like and we can discuss the what you're willing to do for my business in in our town halls right So it's just, it's one of those things where like that has been consistently the most frustrating thing to me is like, not only is our state 65% red just on a name alone, but it's, it's actively, oh, I don't want to be politically involved with my neighborhood, right? Like why, why would I look into the politics of who this person is against? If I just recognize the name, I'll throw it. I'm a member of the Republican party and I'm done. Right. Like, well, they actually just click on their vote straight re- Republican thing. Yeah. Straight red ticket, straight yeah. red ticket, Which, red, you know, ticket red ticket. To me, it's like it, it isn't. It, it, Greg Pence is just not a good representative. It doesn't matter what his party is. <laughs> people that yeah. don't come and answer to the people and don't meet with them and don't. They're, they're not a good representative, you know. Well, um, and, 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 that, and it doesn't matter how he votes or any of those things. If he doesn't ever listen to the people that are in his district, (laughs) yeah, you know, and it, it, and it's so it's like uh, the culture of Indiana is one that is not civically minded. Like a lot of our communities don't want to personally be involved in like the people who represent us. Right. Like, like a lot of our communities don't check on who's in charge or ask them questions at all. So. Yeah, I mean, and they, they, uh, I, I wouldn't completely say that, but I, I would say that, you know, the way that things have been gerrymandered, it, it makes it, you know, feel really like that a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, uh, you know, Cindy, Cindy Worth actually ran uh, in uh, the election a couple weeks ago against Greg Pence, and she got 5% more of the vote than um, Janine did. Um, so, it was 67 and a half to 32 and a half, <laughs> um, which, you know, hey, good job, Cindy. Um, you, you peeled off five more percent. Um, if we, <laughs> if you can, if you can somehow garner another, uh, you know, 12, 13 points, you might be able to do something. The tide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um yeah it's just sad and then another sad thing about it was um seeing the ballot where like the state representative for our 
area was unopposed. The guy has been the state rep here for years. He didn't even have an opponent, like a Democratic opponent. Like nobody even ran. <laughs> I'm like, that, that's, you know, <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, no one voted him in because like he, he didn't have an, an opposition. Like it's just like he, he ran and everybody said, okay. We're not going to run against him. Um, yeah, which is, you know, not 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 democratic in my mind. Um, yeah. So, but um, you know, the sadness of elections and and how we get to the point where people all think the same, and uh, in many cases, uh, a lot of evil festers, and that's where we've been sitting here in Middle America. I'm glad that you moved away instead of doing something about it. That's a good job. <laughs> you upset dad i voted i don't know what you want <laughs> well, i came home i did absentee you, you could have been here running for Literally one of those seats voting. you're young and have a lot of energy again not one of my top 10 life choices <laughs> but you just became old enough to be a rep barely i'm i'm 25 <laughs> okay <Yes. laughs> yeah well i'll get <laughs> right be on better that. than running an ice cream store that's all i'm saying it would be. I would. I would agree with that. Now, the idea of being elected probably wouldn't be. <laughs> probably wouldn't be elected. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm not a Republican. I don't know. You might be fiery. And that shirt that, that so. you have on with the dog on it right now that could that could be your like campaign emblem. It can't. It cannot be my campaign emblem because this is by an artist named Eva Stalinsky, and she's from the Netherlands. So. But she might agree with your cause and give you. She graphics. might, but she would probably still expect me to pay her. So, well, you know. um, maybe I can just draw up my own logo instead. Of... <laughs> hey, you know, I'm I'm not uh, anti that as well. Your logos are pretty cool, most of them. Thanks. I try. <laughs> so. Um, you know, we've been just rambling a little bit. What's, uh, what's the, what, what happened this week there? Anything fun, anything really exciting besides the, you know, organizing D Dungeons and Dragons? I mean, the Dungeons and Dragons was most of it. And then I, um, went and saw the, um, what's that movie called? The menu. I saw the menu as it was released. I don't know if it released earlier in the U S but it released on, here on Friday and it was very good um an incredible film you should definitely see it it's fun it it's like um it, it's it's like horror comedy so i liked it a lot um and the ending was really cool um and I'm trying to think what else i did this week i i've been editing wedding photos for the majority of it and you know just working other than that i watched spirited with ryan watched... reynolds and will ferrell you told which, me you saw Spirited. Which is very, very funny. Is um, it a complete retelling of the uh, the night before, not the night before Christmas, Christmas Carol? Well, I mean, yeah, no. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I mean, it's like a... I mean, uh, of course, like the a, Christmas, a Christmas Carol is the basis for the story, but it does not, like play by any sort of rules like that <laughs> it, it has its own angle um which is kind of cool you're uh, uh you know and this is no spoilers 
but the because uh, if you saw the preview, you would have been at least this spoiled. Basically, you get to follow around the ghosts uh, and behind the scenes of how they plan doing a haunting each year for um, oh fun for Christmas and redeeming somebody. Okay, so mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Will Ferrell is the ghost of Christmas Present, so he's kind of the leader of the pack, um, and it's. Uh, it it has all sorts of self-awareness it has uh, the self-awareness jokes just hurt me i mean they're they're wonderful like just mm-hmm. when you're like because uh, it's a musical as well um, oh okay it's not completely a musical i mean it's not like a musical where they sing everything it's a musical where like every once in a while they break into a song right oh and, okay and um there's like a um there's there's definitely a uh, an element of people acting in it who don't like the fact that they're going to break into song, <laughs> you know, just like I might have, if I'm watching a musical, a lot of the time I'm like, Oh, for Christ's sake, do we really have to sing this? You know? <laughs> and, uh, and so the, the, there's, there's self-awareness of things like that in the movie uh, of its cheesiness, you know, where it kind of makes fun of itself here and there. Um, mm-hmm. and makes fun of the fact that it is a Christmas carol, you know, <laughs> and things like that. So, um, it's, uh, you know, got a lot of that, but I mean, if you put Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell into a movie, it's going to be funny, mm-hmm. you, know? <laughs> you know, especially if you let Ryan Reynolds be funny, which they totally are. Um, well, so I like the idea that they're basically two ends of a comedy spectrum, right? Because Will Ferrell is like ridiculous, and Ryan Reynolds is funny because he does like deadpan, like he's sarcastic. <laughs> like he points so, out things. Yeah, <laughs> it's someone who's ridiculous and someone who's sarcastic, right? Like right. just interacting right. with one another. Which is why Deadpool is so awesome because Ryan Reynolds is basically just pointing out every flaw in the, you know, in the superhero genre as he's going along. <laughs> Do we own that? Because I haven't, I haven't seen it in a while, and I would like to rewatch it. I I don't think so, but okay. You know, it's out there. I'm sure you can find it. Somewhere. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus, which I do not have your login information for. So yeah, yeah. I think it's on. Yeah, because they own Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, but so I, I don't know. Buy if that one, Disney Plus. I don't know if that one's Disney Plus or not because Deadpool and X Men is an X Men, and I'll, the X Men have been owned by Fox, even though it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> okay. Not by Disney because they had a they had a license with the, they had a license with Fox to make the X Men movies before uh, Marvel, and Marvel had a, a license for Spider Man to be with Sony. And right. then um, Marvel started making their own movies <laughs> instead of having a, a bigger production company. And they got Spider-Man back, which took them a long time. But the X-Men, I don't think right. has come back yet. Okay. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. So it might be somewhere else, but I'll have to look. Okay. But I'm not sure. I haven't looked for it on, on Disney+. Plus. I, I, it might be on Netflix. Because Netflix was showing a lot of those kind of things. For it, you know, it honestly might be on Netflix, which I, I ha- mainly because I have a different um, like access on Netflix. Because yeah, I Netflix have... seems to have more as well. So yeah, my my Netflix does have more because I'm 
in the UK. So, so as I was on Netflix and the, it was movie in the square night at the start of the Gilmore girls teach me tonight. Yeah. episode 19. She um, really came into movie in the square night thinking she was going to do something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Like Taylor is like, fine. If you want to pick the movie, go ahead. He full well knew that they had to pick from a book of movies and that there was nothing good in it. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and what's weird. So, so basically movie in the square night is exactly what it sounds like. And every year Taylor picks the same movie. <laughs> this year, Lorelai's like, Hey, I'll pick, I'm, I'm going to pick the movie. And, uh, Taylor goes, okay. And she gets all excited. He gives her a few days even to be like, I've narrowed it down to 20 movies, all of which will be great. And then he's like, Oh, okay. I forgot to give you the binder the binder of the movies that we have the rights to <laughs> here is my overarching argument about this. This is a problem with copyright, right? <laughs> not that expensive to get a copyright to do a movie in the park, right? <laughs> she could easily have called or gone to the local movie theater and been like, Hey, can we show this movie? in the park under your license. Like there are ways around this, but Taylor just like wet blanket over her joy, you know? Well, but, but also he, um, he was like, so we, because of some other deal that they had, they get the rights to all of those completely for free. There was no yeah. cost at all because they had some other thing going and, and they were able to use the rights to it. So he was like, you know, basically he's like, you know, we're, we're not going to pay anything to have movie in the, <laughs> cause this <Yeah>. is free. <laughs> it's like, like, um, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like everything in their town. There's like a weird discount element to it. Right. <laughs> right. And that <laughs> like, was the deal. He made some deal to get some other stuff that they actually needed. And this just was like a fringe benefit. And yeah. he was like, cool. But then the list of movies is basically all the worst like crap unheard of weird crap yeah the weird stuff in the video store back in the day that you would walk through and go they actually made what who made this movie like you know that, yeah that like stuff. someone funded this why yeah and then you take a shot on it and like because we used to do that right mm -hmm. take a shot on it and like you know eight out of ten of them were just so bad you couldn't watch it <laughs> <laughs> so it was like I I could take a shot. Like that's what her binder is. And she's like, I mean, I could take a shot in this and it could be horrible. Right. Like, right. well, what I, what I love about this is like, and we'll get to this, like the end of this first and then we can backwards navigate is like, what I love about it is that her saving grace really as a choice is that Kirk comes up to her and asks, Hey, can we show my short film before the movie? <laughs> Yes, Kirk. Absolutely, we can. Yeah. Hold on. I want to see your movie first. Can we screen it? You know? Yeah. yeah. He gives her a videotape of it, right? Yeah. And she watches it and she's like, oh, yeah. And they put it before and after the film because it's just that good. <laughs> it's not good. It's terrible, but it's funny. <laughs> it's so bad. It's funny as There's hell dancing element to it <laughs> <laughs> when he dances for his girlfriend's hand <laughs> in yeah. the movie yeah right. and like different people in the town are in the movie it's all like shot as a noir like 
I like the close-up shots of faces, like you know, like just like an old Hitchcock film, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that was funny. I mean, Kirk's film <laughs> is definitely a uh, a highlight of probably this whole season. That was one of the funniest things that I. <laughs> I was glad. I, I for a second thought they weren't going to show it. You know, like it was just going to be like, oh, and you get maybe a one, but it, you see like the entirety of it at the end of this episode. And and cutting back to them as they're watching it, their faces are just enwrapped mm-hmm. attention. Um, but I, I love that she actually ended up choosing the yearling. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, she like later on, she, she tells, uh, I think it's Luke or somebody. It's going to be the yearling. And they're like, oh, man, couldn't somebody else pick something else? There had to be a better movie. <laughs> you know, and she's like having mm-hmm. to defend the decision then. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she was basically stuck with it being the only not terrible movie in the list. <laughs> like, oh. Well, if you want to watch every other one in that binder and try and find out if any of them are good, you can enjoy that. So what I love about this, though, is that they, you know, all of that silly nonsense is wrapped about something that's very serious. And (laughs) it's um, that, you know, Jess is failing and Luke wants Rory to be his tutor, mainly because he realizes that Jess isn't an idiot and that maybe Rory will motivate him because he, he knows that obviously Jess likes Rory. And since he likes Lorelai and would do anything for her, he knows that Jess would do anything for Rory, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's using that. They're, he's using his relationship with Lorelai and Rory to try and get what he wants out of Jess. And it, and it backfires on him because, you know, Jess wrecks the car. And this is like the pivotal point in a lot of things. Like it makes Lorelai and Luke not talk to each other because obviously Lorelai's pissed, right? Like as yes. you would be, as Especially, you would she be. She didn't like Jess anyway. And no one yeah. in the town liked Jess anyway. And you know. <laughs> and there, it, here's the thing. I, I've been thinking about this. I think that the fallout of this episode would have happened even if the car was not totaled and Rory did not break her arm. But the fact that those two things happened means that Lorelai has a really good horse in this race, right? Like she has two very strong talking points on the Jess is a monster. He like hurt my baby front, right? Like if it was just a fender bender, she might not have a justification to hate him, but because Rory ended up in the hospital and the car was totaled. No holds barred. Jess is evil. Like done. Like, and, and it like, it's like, okay, I'm well, on Lorelai's side here. He wrecked the car. <laughs> like he didn't just well, wreck it. He fucking wrecked it. Like he ruined the car. You know, in fairness to him, Rory completely is like, Hey, something jumped out in front of us. If I was driving, I would have wrecked the car. <laughs> right. right. Like, yeah. you know, she, she, she was like, you know, um, she is upset because no one believes her basically. <laughs> yeah. That's a, like, and that's the entire thing for the next episode too. Right. I, what uh, the other thing that happens with this wreck wreckage, right. Is, is it just leaves town because because Luke goes and talks to him. And I, I think that Jess pretty much volunteered to leave town. Like and we don't see that part of the conversation, but Jess like 
he sits down with him at the bridge and he's like, I made sure she was okay. And he was like, I know you did, you know? And I think Jess was like, I need, I need to, I need to go, <laughs> you know, um, this is the go. other part of this is that Chris is in town, right? Like, yeah. Well, cause Lorelai called him cause she broke her wrist. So Christopher shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is just, it's another part of this, right? Like it just, another appearance of Christopher. Christopher is involved with this whole thing. Like Christopher is back in town and it leads up to anyway. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, and I mean, you're right. It leads right into the next one where, you know, uh, Luke's is closed because, you know, Lorelai and Luke had it out and Luke needs some time to go fishing. Um, and, uh, so like one of the funniest things happens right at the start because they have to go to the hungry diner and, yeah. And Lorelai, and they, they sit down. Lorelai finds out that Michelle goes there all the time to avoid everyone else. But yeah. like, but I love that they sit down and they're like coffee cups. She's like, "Can we have like a coffee bowl?" Yeah, it's <laughs> literally then, a diner mug, and she just can't yeah, handle. It. Yeah, right. And Rory <laughs> takes a sip of it, and she's like, "Huh." <laughs> Apparently they didn't like the coffee. And uh so that that that, that whole bit was kind of funny. Um and then you know Rory hasn't told Dean because you know she's been away um or he's been away at, at, at his family's or something. Mm-hmm. Um so she's going to give um a letter. <laughs> it's like three pages. Uh Jared Padalecki acted so well in that because he reads a little bit he goes what <laughs> he's like, keep reading. She's like keep reading what yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and at the end of it he go he he goes is he really gone and she's like yes and he hugs her right and i'm like there's this little part of me that's like okay dean you are happy that she broke her arm and destroyed a car because you know that the guy she likes has left town. And and, like, the, and you think this is good for you for some reason. Yeah. Uh, it's just, <laughs> he hugs her and I'm like, break up with her. <laughs> what are you doing? She literally told you the reason it's a letter is because she's like, he's going to break up with me. Right? Like, like that's what she's thinking. She's like, this is a logical time. He would 100% break up with me for this. <laughs> right. And it, it, she's right. Logically speaking, this would be you a know, good time. <laughs> and, and then, you know, throughout, like there, there's like little things going on. Like, you know, Richard is starting his new business and Lorelai helps get the, the office going and interview secretaries, which. Richard know. being upset with her because she doesn't ditch her current employment to go be his secretary. What? Why? Well, he was, but it's actually because he really, really, for the first time, really enjoyed her company. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she, yeah. she took him out shopping for the supplies mm-hmm. and all of that. And she's, and he's like, he realized all of the stuff he had been missing. You know what yes. I mean? All the stuff he'd been but- missing about his daughter because he's been such a hard ass. And then he, and then he d- makes the same mistake again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always the same mistake with him. Right. Which is if I don't get exactly what I want, go flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, 
which is why he's, you know, which is why he had to open up his own firm. It's like, professionally speaking, that's exactly what happened. He didn't get what he wanted, professionally speaking, for the first time in 40 years at that firm. And go flip, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it's all bad for him on that front. But, well, yes, you know, but... he also needs to admit that he can hire a different secretary and it'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but one of the things is I love um, the... Um, um, there, there was a line in there that I wrote down and it said, if we were gazelles, we would be the first ones eaten at the watering hole. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny, you know, mm-hmm. as they were talking about, you know, the, um, you know, how they're out, out of their element. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, a, a cool thing, this is a cool thread that starts right here, which is Lane um, getting into being a drummer because the music stop shop comes to stars hollow. And, um, like, I, I love it that we open up the music shop. And I remember the first time I saw this episode and they open it up, I'm like, is that Carol King that's running a music store? <laughs> you <laughs> you know? recognize the owner. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and then later on, like they tacitly admit that it actually is Carol King, right? Like, like <laughs> not, not yeah. in this episode, but later. You know, <laughs> she's like playing herself, hiding from the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's like way later, though. It's like not. Yeah, it's like way later. But I love that. You know, yeah. the, the, the Carol King's working in there, like running this little shop, you know, <laughs> like that's what I want to think Carol King is doing. You know, like mm-hmm. that's awesome. Honestly, that's like a good way to go. I, I had a second date with that actor guy. And at one point during that date, he said to me, he was like, so what would you do if like this continued and my career like took off? And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, would you like pick up an acting career of yourself? Like be a nepotism person and like become an actor. And I was like, I have no interest in acting and I don't want to be known for someone else's like achievement. What I'd probably do is just keep doing whatever I want to do. But now that you've mentioned it, having a fun little store, I run in like on the side, just as a normal person out in the middle of nowhere. Like that's a pretty good way to go. I'm not, you know, I'm not faulting Carol King, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, so, uh, I, 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 and you know, back to the main theme, which is Rory's, uh, discontent with everyone, you know, not believing her story and like blaming it all on Jess. And, you know, I love that at the end of the episode, they kind of wrap it up with, um, Rory sitting down at Luke's and he's the only one that believes her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you would think she, that he would be the one. He wasn't that, to blame. And Luke goes, I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Luke, like he had gotten to know Jess well enough to know when he was telling the truth and not, you know? Yeah. And when Jess said he had to go, he was admitting his part in it, but that mm-hmm. it wasn't his fault. You know, he told, <laughs> you know, he was really yeah. admitting that by leaving. Like, I need to, I need to not inflame this situation. I, I know it's going to be impossible for Rory and I have to get out of here, you know, <laughs> which I totally, yeah that's the moment when I really started respecting Jess <laughs> mm-hmm. because he grew up enough to take responsibility for himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But because he was being a little brat 
through most of the episode anyway before he wrecked the car like you know blowing it or you know just trying to have fun and messing around instead of doing it you know he could have done the schoolwork at any time but he wasn't a grown-up mm-hmm. you know and um it, it's like he finally decides to be a grown-up you know yeah so we go into the next episode and it's Lorelai's graduation and um <laughs> Otherwise known as Rory learns what it's like to just fuck up. Right? Make a really bad decision. Like, so it's, it's Lorelai's graduation and Lorelai doesn't want to invite her parents and Rory. And she says specifically that the reason she doesn't want to invite her parents is that she doesn't want her parents to feel obligated to go to her graduation. Right. Like that's like, Oh, then they'll feel obligated and they won't like it. And then they'll complain to my face about how they wish they weren't there, which is a complete just misread. Right. Like, and Rory knows that. So she goes to her grandparents and she goes, listen, mom doesn't want to invite you to her graduation. And I think that that's a wrong choice. Because I think that you guys actually want to be there. And if I'm right, then you can go ahead and accept the invite. But because she doesn't know that I invited you, if you do not want to come, it is no big deal. Do not say anything about the invitation to her. I just thought I'd offer, right? And, and of she course, also said, and, but if you show up, I expect mm-hmm. you to be there yeah. for the right reasons, basically. Don't be yeah. there and be a jerk. Don't even come yeah. if that's what you're going to do, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't want you there if you're not there to support her, right? Right. And they do want to be there, right? They because uh, they Of course they do. This is like this chokes me up. I mean, I'm like because as a parent, like it's it's a really proud moment for a parent to see your kid graduate, you know? Yeah. And it's it's an important moment in your like it's it's like a, a, a moment that happens once or twice you know when you when your kids graduate from college and high school you know yeah but those are important moments they don't just like you know they don't grow on trees you know right well <laughs> and, and, and they didn't get to have one of those and so this they is go, like an opportunity <laughs> oh, they, they they like they hired a videographer with history and documentary work. I actually love it. Seth MacFarlane is fucking awesome in this episode. Well, so I <laughs> love how Lorelai deals with that, right? Because she, she meets these people. She starts kind of like hiding the fact that those are her parents out there being <laughs> wealthy in front of Right. Cause well, I mean, Seth MacFarlane was tearing into him, but you know, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't really want you to tear into me. Daddy's right little princess needs to be filmed, you know. <laughs> like he's <good>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she, you know, she like very quickly discovers that like she is so happy they're there and doing the embarrassing parent thing for her, right? Like yeah. she even asks the videographer, she's like, "Hey, I have this little shitty Kodak camera." Could you, Could you actually take our picture? Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, the big bombshell here is that while Rory was acting really adult when she went to invite them, she also acted like a 16 year old that's in love with some boy when she takes a bus to New York City for the day and skips school and then doesn't get back in time for the graduation. Right. She does it for <laughs> no particular reason. She because just, she's in love with the boy. That's why. Yeah. She, but it wasn't prompted. 
by any i think that what prompted it was just cold right he called he the night called, before which let her know called. that he still cared cares and yeah she, and so she she couldn't she needed to go she like she had to she had this impulse and that's what happens when you're an impulsive teenager yeah <laughs> you know so she did the impulsive teenager thing she went to new york and then the bus ran like super duper late as buses <laughs> do you know, especially she was on the express bus on the way on the back. She was on a local bus and it's like, yeah. oh, that sucks. That that bus is not going yeah. directly anywhere. And it's between New York City and Connecticut. Holy shit. That thing's stopping every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And, and she's a teenager. So like it's all that she could have possibly afforded. Right. Like she might have been able to say like, oh, well, I'll just take a very, very expensive taxi. No. Yeah. And, you know, Suki has to tell Lorelai that she isn't there and that she'll meet him, meet him at home. And this really, you know, freaks Lorelai out a bit. And then mm -hmm. the, Rory actually diffuses her mom quite well by just throwing herself on the sword. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I will ground myself forever. I'm not even worthy of food. I'm like, you know, and then Lorelai's like, yeah. does this mean I have to eat alone? I deserve dinner. <laughs> like I graduated. <laughs> Fuck you. You can punish yourself tomorrow. Let's go get dinner. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. I feel like I remember having moments like that where I'm like, you know what? This is entirely me. I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> like, like, like I, I, I've been there with like with Rory. Like the second she's like, I'm so, so sorry. I cannot possibly explain where my mind was when I made this horrible choice and <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> yeah <I'm>... like, <laughs> like I'm sure you've been there there too where you're just like fucked up I don't fucked know what to say. <laughs> I'm really sorry I fucked up I th there's no explanation. It just happened, and now we're here, and I'm so sorry that we are. <laughs> so the, yeah, and and you know it rolls into the the capstone episode of the of the second season, and you know, um, the, like the, this one is really really good. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. what a great episode! There's so much in it, right? It's like, uh, you know, we've got Suki who's having her wedding and, you know, feet cold, hot, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. Jackson, who's also having the same problems, but his are a little different. His mm -hmm. is born out of his family, giving him a kilt to wear at the wedding, <laughs> which, mm -hmm. which was funny. Cause Suki's like, you're not wearing that. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and then she's like, well, wait a minute. Well, it, it isn't so bad. He's like, you won't let me wear shorts, but you'll let me wear this. Well, you know, it's different from shorts. <laughs> As she starts dad, messing with him. Your dad will be so uh, upset. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, they're running for student body president and vice president because Paris, everyone hates her personality and thinks she's the best for the job. So They did, a, she, they did an exit, uh, like uh, an uh, early uh, poll. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they did and, posters. And, and then, so, if Rory runs for VP... It uh, everybody loves Rory, so they'll vote for her just because of Rory being there to calm her down. Like, they yeah. everyone at school knows that Rory is the only one that can talk Paris off a cliff already, even if Paris doesn't, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> you know, so so they, you know, and and that they can use her for their own good, which they do later, well, right? Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, um, Christopher, of course. 
visits and um, is saying that he's breaking up with Sherry and that that's not going. And then Lorelai and Christopher start to hook up. And I'm, I like wrote bad idea, very bad, very bad idea. <laughs> Don't do this. You yeah. <laughs> and um, he, he, she even says like, Hey, if this is real, let me like, it has to be real or I'm not doing this. And they tell Rory right away. She tells her parents right away. Like he goes to the wedding with her. Like they are planning to like finally do it for real. Right. Like which, it, which they have never done really. Um, yeah. And that has been a thing that like all parties have kind of wanted, but never said it. Right. Well, and he so kind of like, said it and she blew him off because she wasn't there. You know, well, and she earlier. didn't think yeah. he was serious. She didn't right. trust him because. Yeah. So he didn't have other things together at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they get to the wedding and it's well, so I do well, want to talk about my should... favorite scene in this entire episode is when Lorelai finds Sookie having wedding day jitters in the kitchen the night before and she's like picking flowers off of this like six of the cake, cake. <laughs> like stop touching the cake stop in it. her wedding dress she's like picking off fake flowers in the wedding dress but <laughs> she's got on it like in the middle of the morning it's like 2 a.m <laughs> what yeah. are you doing yeah that was funny that wasn't my favorite moment though my moment, my, my there were two for me but they both involve Kirk. Okay. <laughs> so of course they do. Right before the wedding, Kirk comes into Luke's. I only have 10 minutes. Can you make me a ham and rye? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm so damn lonely. Not even animal planet does it for me anymore. <laughs> and Luke looks at him like, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. You know, yeah. that, that just made me, I, I laughed forever. When he said, I'm so damn lonely, not even Animal Planet does it for me anymore. <laughs> I, I about screamed. I laughed. And then we go to the wedding and Kirk is singing Walking After Midnight. Mm-hmm. And which <laughs> is... <laughs> you know, every wedding should have Kirk singing at it. <laughs> You're like, this is better than Adam Sandler as the wedding singer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, the serious moments, Jess shows up at Luke's and says he wants to come back. And yeah. um, Luke tells him, you can come back, but please leave Lori, Rory alone. She's doing good. You know, yeah. and then he scampers out to the wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He doesn't do that. He doesn't right away. He doesn't do that. So like the last five minutes of this, it's like Rory talks to Christopher about him getting with Lorelai and he promises that everything's cool. And then his phone yeah. rings and that's that phone ringing is like an alarm that shit's getting ready to jump right off the rails. <laughs> right. Very, very quickly. It's like the phone. He says, I promise. And then the phone everything. rings. And everything yeah. changes. She sees Jess and like, he says, I'm back and I'm staying. And she just kisses him like, yeah. and then freaks out and runs away. Like she does. That's the thing she does. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> she did it with Dean. Yeah. Um, and then Christopher 
Hat comes up and says he has to leave and Lorelai starts getting upset and he tells her why, which is that Sherry just called and she's pregnant and not moving out. Like, <laughs> And well, and here's the thing that does come back later, which is Chris is freaking out, right? He's freaking out because Lorelai goes, okay, well, what are you going to do, Chris? Because it's a genuine fucking question. Because he's had a track record of not being there, right? And, you know, they basically have a little argument there on the bridge. And the summary of that argument is that Lorelai's like, hey, you can't skip having a child and raising that child twice, right? Like, that's not good for you to have the track record of not being a parent, Okay. So mm -hmm. the thing you have to do is terrifying and it really sucks for me and it sucks for my kid, but you have to go. You need to leave right now and you need to go do what you're supposed to do. You need to go do what you're supposed to because you're definitely not staying here and and yeah. <laughs> you're not going to stay here and not raise your child. I'm just not going to let you do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... So it ends on kind of a sour note because then, of course, uh, they win the election. So um, Rory is going to spend the summer in Washington with uh, Paris because Paris, it, yeah. as the student body president, they have to go and do this thing where they are basically the, the interns. Young at, Congress, basically. Yeah, in Congress, yeah. right, which is really cool, I think. I but, think it's um, awesome. So uh, as we start the next season, Lorelai dreams she's with Luke and that, he's preg and that she's pregnant with his twins. At the start, which is like foreshadowing. <laughs> I loved this, like this this part because I was like, when I watched it the first time, I knew it was fake this time, but the first time I didn't, I was like, "Holy crap! What happened in the middle of the seasons?" <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they didn't play it like it was a dream at all, you know. No. <laughs> but, but it was. Um, yeah. And she calls Rory to tell her and ask for analysis, and I love Rory's analysis. Well, you know you're supposed to be with Luke um, and you're going to have his babies, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she also, you know, gives her some other deeper analysis, which she doesn't like. <laughs> Cause, it's, yeah. on. Cause it, it's something along the lines of, well, you're probably feeling pretty hurt because of how things ended with dad and you don't have me around to cope with it. And this is a weird thing. <laughs> Maybe your brain is reaching out. Right. Um, and then, uh, but you know, uh, the end of summer madness festival is going to happen. Taylor finally came up with something for the end of summer. That's, mm -hmm. that's the, the joke there, but I love, 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 love when they're in Washington, their last day and Paris and Rory are schmoozing with all these senators and, and congressmen. Right. And Paris and is hounding them. <laughs> Paris is treating the congressman how she's, everyone she's talking wants with, to treat She's talking with Barbara Boxer. Like, and this is, <laughs> these are literally the real congressmen and senators in the show, right? Really? And, okay. Yeah, that's actually Barbara Boxer, who is like a senator forever from California. And like, uh, there, was, there were several real, they were all the real people in that. And that was awesome. Wow. So that is like, awesome. So like Paris is chatting her up and she's trying to, you know, you scrape her off on somebody else, right? And then mm -hmm. uh, Paris comes back over to Rory and she says this line, I always seem to catch the best politicians right when they need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 Which is hilarious because she isn't quite getting that they're all acting like they have to go to the bathroom just to get away from her, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And then, uh, of course, Jamie asks her out on a date, the, the kid from Princeton. And um, which is cool because he ends up being her boyfriend, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so they go out on their date. Well, I love her and Jamie, right? Like power couple to the max, right? Because uh-huh. he and her, like the, the way he asks is he starts off by saying like they're paired together for the last debate. And they're talking about how they're going to like cream everyone else. And it's very clear that they have the same weird sadistic like competitiveness and that he actually likes having someone to do that with, right? Like, yeah. Like, whereas most of the time when Paris interacts with men, even if they are strong, competent, and competitive, a lot of the time they're like, I don't like that you're doing this back to me. But with Jamie, it's entirely different. He actually loves that about Paris. Well, and Paris, like, uh, she doesn't know how to deal with having a date. That that part's pretty funny when Rory's trying to help her. she makes Rory get in the closet because Rory looks more dateable than her. <laughs> yeah. And Rory's like, I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm laughing because of my notes next. Cause it cuts away like at some point to the hotel where Kirk is trying to sell this product to the hotel the he's, he's he says cows never wrinkle uh, did you know that and uh and then michelle says that is weird you know <laughs> <laughs> do you know the difference between cows and humans and they all lorelei and michelle look at him he's like they eat hay that's how i got <laughs> hay there products <laughs> lorelei says don't they eat grass well sometimes but Hey, grass or grass there is what she says, but grass there is a bad name is what he says. And mm-hmm. uh, like that whole, like, so he sells the the stuff to them. And then it turns out later in the episode that it's like causing all kinds of <laughs> rashes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Uh, like, uh, like I said, uh, as the series rolls on, Kirk is like enshrined with the best stuff. He gets all the best goofy, quick, quick, you know, <laughs> interlude mm-hmm. jokes, you know. So um, I don't know. Then um, uh, this this whole thing, uh, Lorelai hasn't told her parents about Christopher. She told right. them that they were together, but then didn't tell them that they weren't <laughs> because it well, happened like within 20 minutes of her telling them that they were. <laughs> well, And what happened on the other side of that is that um, Rory hasn't told Dean that she and Jess kissed, right? And hadn't even told her mother until the end of Summer Festival, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like Lorelai doesn't, like, like basically Lorelai lies to her parents and says that Rory isn't coming home until later so that Rory can spend the night with Dean and Rory seems really unenthusiastic about this and finally tells her mom like hey so right before I left I uh I kissed Jess and Lorelai immediately is kind of furious with her daughter which is the appropriate reaction I think because what had the way Rory says it heavily implies that Rory doesn't understand that that's like 
the cardinal sign of you need to break up with your boyfriend because what you've done is unforgivable, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like but, but she else. also says, do you want to be with Dean? And she says, well, uh-huh. yes. And, and she says, well, there's no need to tell him. You'd only be telling him for you. Yeah. You know, there, there's nothing about it that wouldn't, you know, <laughs> she's like, if you tell him, you're just telling him for you, not for you, not for him, you know. I don't know that that's, is that what she said? I don't think that that's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. So okay. she was basically saying, you know, you you have to decide if you want to be with Dean, then you should not be with Jess and you just need to not tell him because it isn't going to help, you know? Right. And, and then, um, and then, you know, she decides she's going to stay with Dean, which I think's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, um, but, um, you know, so she's at the dinner all alone, right? And and she she knows she's going to get, like, it's going to go sideways as soon as she tells them, right? She's trying to tell them by yeah. the door so that she can quickly get out. But they insist on taking her to the patio, <laughs> right? She's like, she's like, uh, you know, the door here looks kind of close. I could just tell you what I need to tell you in case, you know. Well, and it completely devolves uh, like she thought it would, right? Because... Well, first they, they, she gives her scones mix that she has to, like, she, has to <laughs> she has to use within a certain day. because they... she's like, She says something like this, I will put this on the counter and stare at it for years to come. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, it does devolve quickly, right? Yeah, because she um, says me and Christopher aren't together anymore, and her mom immediately blames her, chews her out, and yeah. and then he then she says it's because Christopher his, Sherry is pregnant, and, and that actually makes it worse because then she starts yelling at Lorelai because Lorelai is letting him like have a family with somebody else. Yeah, but then Richard's like, you know, he he actually says it from Christopher's point of view, which is kind of Lorelai's, but Lorelai doesn't really like that Richard's taking that side because it's kind of against her too. Because he's like, of course, she's never been there for him anyway. Why would he want to stay with her now? You know? Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> and so says some very hurtful shit and he, she just leaves. <laughs> like yeah. the, Emily and Richard are arguing with each other. She just, she just picks up and goes, which I, I, yeah. I was like. They're arguing with each other uh, about how, she's like, in, in which side of this is it Lorelai's <laughs> fault? Yeah. The, 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 the look on Lorelai's face as she's walking out as well. I knew this was going to happen. And now I have to walk through the whole house, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And then she goes to Luke's and she's just sitting there crying and pouring out because her, her parents were feelings. saying really, really mean things to her and it hurt her feelings. Well, and she's getting kind of introspective and in saying these things to him. And he realizes that she's finally like opening up and apologizing for real. And mm-hmm. then he's okay. Right. He, he wasn't okay before because he wasn't really thinking that she was really apologizing or seeing that she had done anything wrong or really actually feeling bad about it. Right. Yeah. But um, she like genuinely is apologetic for the first time. Yeah. And you know, um, so that, so that that's good. Cause that gets fixed. Well, and honestly, part of the reason that she finally comes and apologizes like needs to be apologized for is because up until Rory says, oh, I kissed Jess, I think that Lorelai was in denial on whether or not Rory liked Jess even, right? Or if it was just like a thing that she was 
allowing to happen. But it was like, oh, no, Rory is actively making decisions and she put herself in that car. Right. Like, yep. And that that when 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 she told her that it really, really was. It was the first time that that she really was like, oh, my child isn't a cherub and cherub angel baby that I like. Also, she likes Jess and I'm not going to be my parents and tell her she can't. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because that'll just make it worse. And I need to, you know, get myself together here and and be a friend and a parent. Yes. Um, so then, you know, our last one of this week's is uh, the the dinner is kind of awkward as they start off at Richard and Emily's because the last because time they were there, R- Lorelai dropped the bomb on them. And then walked out. <laughs> and then walked out. Because they were arguing about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rory's really working hard to get him to talk at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um <laughs> And, the, and of course, Lorelai's got a cold, which I thought was fun. She's like, mm-hmm. I just want, wants to say my leg is haunted, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> instead of a cold. Um, and, and, and like, there's this whole thing about the mouse at the end that Michelle's yeah. chasing. Yes. You know? <laughs> and, and so that's our excuse to be at the end so that Kirk can come in and deliver the wedding photos of Suki's wedding photos and ask Lorelai out on a date. (laughs) Which everyone in town thinks is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I mean, Michelle, he can hardly handle it. Like, (laughs) yeah. Well, and Rory is like, should I call him stepdad already? (laughs) 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 And she says, when you go out, you should wear your dress with ponies on it. (laughs) 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 maybe you can take his mom with you like you know yeah (laughs) so well and so rory is like giving her jabs and basically the entire episode lorelei's trying to figure out a way to let him down easy right (laughs) that's her episode is she's just trying to figure out a way to say no in a way that won't make every interaction with this person who as she says it has a job at every business in town. Well, and he's, um, you know, (laughs) I, I have no idea why he thinks that she would go out with him because they, there, there, there's, there's nothing about, there's nothing there. Right. Like, like, (laughs) so uh, nothing at all. Like, (laughs) you know, um, so the swearing in a VP is there. So a lot of people are coming for that, you know, right. She gets sworn in, but then we had the first student council meeting and I actually love it. Cause, um, uh, like Leader Rory, Rory has done all the nice things for the meeting, right? She's gotten mm-hmm. like donuts and coffee and stuff and they don't mm-hmm. touch any of it. Cause Paris spends an entire hour walking around the, co- the table telling her, <laughs> giving her yeah. like agenda Fucking referendum. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, we had donuts. We had coffee. No one. This t- wasn't even supposed to be that. It was supposed to be a fun little getting to know you time. Like, <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be a meeting. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And so then Francie, of course, wants to have higher hemlines and, you know, threatens Rory to get it to get it done. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> And so that that was that was fun. I love the whole backroom politics thing that's going on there. 
Um, I love when uh, Lorelai goes in to have lunch with Emily at Luke's because, you know, Emily wants to. And uh, and Luke starts giving her grief about Kirk, like, immediately. Because <laughs> you know? town has already informed Luke. <laughs> and Luke thinks it's hilarious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, she ends up walking out. Lorelai ends up walking out on the lunch because Emily can't hand, you know, can't do anything that it doesn't have a motive and she's there to try and get Christopher back to her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so the, the funny thing, then there's a thing where she's going to have to talk to Emily or whatever. Um, and, um, she says, um, she says to Rory, how about we do a freaky Friday and we can switch places. And she says, no, then I'd have to date Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the awful maid that Emily's putting up with, like she's the worst one ever, the worst servant. <laughs> and the reason is because of some comment about how she can't keep a maid. Right. <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> and Lorelai's like, I've seen you fire people for so much less. Fire her. <laughs> like. What are you doing? She couldn't figure out the difference between the doorbell and the timer on the oven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and of course, Christopher shows up um, on the serious note and starts yelling at Lorelai. And, uh, and he's, he, he, she won't call him back. Well, and, and his primary concern is that he says, you know, I could almost handle you being pissed off at me, but the idea that you would put my own daughter against me and Rory ish Lorelai doesn't even know what he's talking about. And then Lorelai Rory comes around the corner and says, she's not telling you me to not call you. I'm not calling you because I'm pissed off with you. I'm mad. Like you think I'm not mad. You said we were going to be a family. And then you went off and had another kid with somebody else. Like, yeah, and I'm gonna. It's gonna take me a minute. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm allowed to be angry too. Like it's not just mom that you have done dirty with. And this. and and that actually solves most of their little spat with Emily because she sees this all take place, and she starts to get it and tells him to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> she she needed to see the real, like you know. That it wasn't yeah. Lorelai doing something, and it wasn't Rory doing something. It wasn't Lorelai manipulating Rory. It was Christopher, period. Yeah, it was Christopher's <laughs> fault. Christopher did it. It was yep. his doing. They yep. weren't in the room when he decided to have a child with Sherry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Lorelai finally tells Kirk no in a nice way. Um, Good for her. I wouldn't I, have been as kind, you know. Well... Yeah, and she. Where did a would really you get this job. idea? Would have been part of the praise. Yeah, yeah, she's she she did a surprisingly great job, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, and then um, of course Jess and Rory at the same time that she's telling Kirk no in outside doses, they're inside doses, and they're you know basically bickering back and forth because he's like, "Are you still with Dean?" And she's like, "You know." Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, she won't answer because she's, you know, she's talking about Shane and he's like, you know, well, if you're still with Dean, what does it matter? You know, <laughs> you yeah. know, basically, 
and and they both well, march off in their separate ways and she's mad you know and she's really mad that he's with shane because she doesn't like seeing the guy she likes make out with somebody else yeah. and what he's saying of... is like oh how do you think i feel yeah. about that <laughs> yeah just just wanted to give you a little taste of your own medicine like you know yeah honestly i don't think he likes shane at all he's just oh i'm certain yeah. he doesn't like shane at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we don't get to see that right now. Yeah. Like, Shane, the person he doesn't like later. at all. He's yeah. fine with kissing her, but like actually liking her, that's a different thing. I would say the main thing he even cares about is kissing her. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he has a yeah. few other motives. I think yeah. that <laughs> so. You know, and that happens with people. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, uh, like, uh, the, to me, this is where it's really getting good. All of, everything seems to have tons of stuff packed into it as we're going mm -hmm. into these episodes. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And I love talking with you about it. It's fun. <laughs> I like talking about it with you too. I'm glad we're watching it together. I feel like watching it on my own would just be us like me telling you about it and you being like, well, I'm on a completely different season. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great to stay in sync. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope people are watching it along with us. You know, maybe, maybe one of our maybe our nine uh, listeners, six, six people, maybe one of those six, you know, <laughs> would drop us a line and let us know. Um, yeah, for sure. Let us know if you've been watching along. Let us know if you have opinions on the other stuff we talk about as well. Yeah, yeah. We, um, We'd love uh, if you would also share this stuff so that more listeners would happen. It would be fun to break 20 at some point wouldn't it yeah i mean be cool. i have no i have no no opinion on that My, <laughs> i mean you know we are marketing it really hard so are I'm, we I'm sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> our marketing our marketing is uh, is minimal but mm -hmm. but you know but also um not a lot of work which is is awesome for both of it yeah so so thank you for coming along with us and thank you dad for for talking to me today <laughs> i always talk to you i love you very much we'll see you next time love you too thank you for being a part of the family rabble podcast with joe shelton and bailey shelton join us next time for more fun episodes